3: Welcome back to live, Mike. I told you we'd be speaking with a parent working on this uh, approach called pandemic pod teaching. We're going to push that back just a moment because uh, I got a text message just a moment ago from Amy Winder-Newton. She uh, is a delegate, and she is in Charlotte, North Carolina right now, yet she is moments away uh, from taking off. I wanted to speak to her, though, before before she left Charlotte just to get uh, a sense of what has transpired thus far, what has been her impression, and uh, what she's looking forward to uh, this coming week. So, Amy, how are you?
4: I'm good, thanks. I'm actually sitting on a plane, so... Hopefully you can hear me okay.
3: I, I can hear you just fine. I, I'm grateful to you for, uh, for for making some time uh, for us to hear what you have experienced over the course of this day. What's going on today?
4: Well, today we had a chance to um, give our nomination to President Trump and Vice President Pence. Each state was able to uh, vocalize their number of delegate votes, and it was really exciting. It was great to be able to do that, a little different than past conventions. I went to the convention four years ago, and you had hundreds of thousands of people and, you know, lots of pomp and circumstance, and today was very simple. There was, you know, just a few hundred people, and um, it was very different from what we've had in the past.
3: Yeah. You, you, in in 2016, in Cleveland, Ohio, served specifically as a platform uh, delegate. What's the story with the platform this year?
4: Well, so I was... um, I was interested to hear that originally they were just going to carry over the platform from 2016 to 2020. And then today we saw, you know, a resolution that that basically said, you know, yeah, our platform and we support President Trump's agenda. And and, uh, so that's kind of where we are is the same platform we had in 2016 and then adding in President Trump's agenda as well.
3: Outstanding. Uh, Again, this is your your second convention. Uh, Is it a little disappointing that things are playing out the way that they are for you personally, or is it such a unique element of history and such a unique footnote in history that uh, it's kind of special and interesting that you get to be a part of it?
4: Yeah, no, it is. I mean, it's very historical. Since the mid-1800s, when the Republican Party started doing conventions, they have never missed a convention, even during times of war. And so, you know, this was no exception other than this was the first time that they've ever cast votes via proxy. And so the delegates that were the national delegates that were elected from our state gave their proxy votes to Senator Mike Lee, who's our convention chair, and he cast those votes on their behalf. And so, yeah, very historical, um, very interesting. And um, it'll be fun to see where we go from here. Well,
3: speaking of that, at where we go from here, what will you be paying attention to most closely this week as, uh, as speeches are delivered?
4: You know, I'm really interested in what we have to look forward to that helps make American lives better. You know, we've had the last four years where we've had great economic success, deregulation of businesses, which is part of that. And, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing the vision for the future and what Trump and Pence plan to do to help improve lives throughout all of America and for all Americans. Uh,
3: Republicans have released their list now of all the speakers who will be participating. Anyone in particular you're excited to hear from?
4: You know, I'm excited to hear from Burgess Owens, one of our own, who is hoping to take back CD4. And um, I, I'm a fan of Governor Christy Nome. I hmm. met her back in February. And ran into her today and anyway i think she's going to be a great speaker as well you know in addition to the trumps and and also vice president pence
3: yeah uh burgess owens as you mentioned uh he'll be speaking wednesday evening he'll be a guest on this show ahead of uh that speech about two we'll speak to him on wednesday looking forward to what he has to say there and then in his speech um i, I, I know time is very tight you're probably getting yelled at to to, to set your phone down uh but uh, did, did you have a chance to hear from the president or anyone today
4: say that one more time. Sorry, Lee.
3: There were some speeches delivered to to your group today. Who who did you hear from today?
4: Yeah. So today we heard from Vice President Pence and um, also President Trump. It was really exciting when um, he showed up. We weren't sure that he was coming. And so it was kind of a fun surprise and um, very, very interesting to hear his remarks off the cuff. He didn't have a teleprompter or anything. And so he kind of gets talking about all kinds of things and yeah. um so it was fun to hear him to hear him impromptu like that
3: outstanding all righty well uh thank you I, I know they're they're probably closing the doors telling you to put your phone down so i'll let you go i don't want to get you in any trouble uh but as uh, as this week plays out and the speeches are delivered and the conversation develops maybe you and i'll connect again and uh have a have a, a conversation at some greater length travel safely all right
4: Okay. Hey,
3: thanks, Lee. Absolutely. Uh, That's Amy Winder-Newton. She, a delegate uh, who has traveled to Charlotte, North Carolina, on behalf of the Utah delegation, uh, cast him ballots for uh, Donald Trump so that he uh, will secure the nomination from the the Republican Party. I have here, you heard mentioned by uh, Amy there that there was uh, a proxy vote uh, cast for the first time in... Uh, convention history that uh, ballots for the the candidate uh, were cast by proxy. Uh, Mike Lee, as uh, chairman of the delegation, he cast those ballots and spoke uh, briefly before he did so, Uh, and I'd like you to hear exactly what he said as he cast those uh, 40 proxy ballots uh, for Donald Trump. Here's Mike Lee.
1: Madam Secretary, it's a pleasure to represent the state of Utah in the United States Senate. My name is Mike Lee, and I'm serving this week as the chairman of Utah's Delegation to the Republican National <laughs> Convention. Madam Secretary, Utah is um, the very first woman who ever cast a ballot under equal suffrage laws. Sarah Young did that in 1870, the first of her kind. first of an entire series of hundreds of millions of votes that will be cast. By American women, starting with Utah. In Utah, we, we love a, a lot of things. We love our families, which are very large. In fact, this gathering would be sort of a family dinner party in a family with fertility problems in Utah. <laughs> we love our five national parks. We love our six national forests. We love the first step back, which is perhaps the hallmark legislation passed by the Trump administration, bringing about the series of criminal justice reforms in an entire generation. In the state of Utah, we introduced the world to the frisbee, to fry sauce, and to fake swear words including fetch, flip, and free. In Utah, we love our founding fathers, and in Utah, we love the idea of four more years. <laughs> Madam Secretary, we As a Utah delegation cast all of our state's 40 delegate votes to the President of the United States, Donald
3: J. Trump. So there you have it. There, Senator Mike Lee, on behalf of uh, 40 delegates here from Utah, has cast them uh, on behalf of Donald Trump, or for Donald Trump, rather. And that, what you just heard, is really the sum and substance of all uh, of the technical requirements of a convention. Uh, you know, it was altered a bit. Uh, you heard uh, Amy Winder-Newton explain that for the first time that there are proxy ballots being cast. But the, the casting of those ballots, however it may take place or transpire, uh, is the purpose of the, the convention. Everything else, everything else is pageantry. Everything else uh, is, is extra. Now, that, the, the extra can be very, very valuable. And I'd argue that it is very valuable. Uh, And the words that will be shared by the long, long list of speakers, uh, similar to the long list of speakers uh, who spoke uh, during the Democratic National Convention of last week, uh, gives you an opportunity uh, to hear uh, what Republicans are all about. Essentially, it's a debate. All right. The Democrats had their uh, turn last week to make the case either for themselves or against the other guy. And now uh, the Republicans are up. The list I mentioned The is is available Uh, tonight. Night one of the convention will kick off uh, just after uh, just after eight thirty Eastern. You'll hear from uh, Senator Tim Scott, and then uh, Steve Scalise will speak. And if you remember, uh, Steve Scalise, uh, when I was working in Washington D.C. as as a congressional aide, uh, you remember the shooting. There there was a shooting at. A, a baseball field, and that was uh, where various members of Congress and their staff were together practicing for the congressional baseball game, which happens each year uh, there, where the uh, the Nationals play. And Steve Scalise uh, was struck by a bullet, and he, for a long time, uh, uh, suffered and continues to suffer today. Uh, but it's admirable that he is on his own two feet, uh, and to watch his recovery has been remarkable. And he will be one of the first speakers uh, this evening, followed by a long list. Uh, of others including donald trump jr will have an opportunity to speak uh this evening Uh, so uh, we'll be watching that tomorrow you and i will of course uh, gather together to to discuss that we're gonna take a break right now when we come back we are going to look at pandemic pod teaching a parent who's putting one together welcome back to live mike i'm lee lonsbury i'm in a i'm in an okay mood i'm in an okay mood let me explain i'm coming off a real, a real exciting vacation. A little baby Piper went camping for the first time. I'm riding that wave of excitement still. But, 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 I am a little bummed out because, uh, because I'm here in, in Utah today. Now, now nothing wrong. I, I love being here in Utah. Wonderful, wonderful place. Uh, beautiful. Love it. But, but, when we were making our plans at the beginning of the year for, for this program, Live Mike, we had, uh, uh, we had a number of big trips planned. We were going to broadcast from all of these exciting locations. One such location was today to be broadcasting the radio program from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, the uh, the home of the Republican National Convention, which is taking place right now. And you don't need me to tell you that there was a little bit of a bug that swept through the globe Uh, and has changed a number of our plans, including uh, our travel plans. And so uh, it is that I remain here in Utah this week while uh, there are others uh, making up the the Utah delegation, the much-truncated Utah delegation, uh, and and taking care of business in Charlotte today. And we, you and I, together and everyone else around the globe, we will uh, gather around uh, our computer screens or our tablets or our iPhones or our TVs uh, to watch uh, a video delivery of the remarks by each participant in the convention of this week, and that's okay. You know, right? we've got the technology for it. It's unfortunate. It'll be an interesting little asterisk in history as we look back on the history of conventions, how this one was handled. Uh, but to get us uh, to get us a, a better sense of exactly how things have gone down, someone I am very envious of for being able to, in fact, travel out to Charlotte and witness all of uh, this firsthand, Bruce Huff, Republican National Committee man and a friend of mine on the line now. Bruce, how are you?
0: Doing great, uh, Lee. Not an asterisk by any means. An exclamation point. Did okay. I rub it in too much? Did I just rub it in too much? <laughs> a, little, a little bit, yeah.
3: <laughs> to, to tell me why. Why, uh, uh, why. why will this stand out aside from the obvious?
0: Well, uh, what most people may not realize is that when you go to a convention and you nominate uh, the president and you go through all this, you don't actually See the president until the final night, and today, during our nomina- during our roll call nomination, we were interrupted briefly for a some remarks by uh, former governor of Wisconsin uh, Scott Walker, who told uh, told us a little bit about how wonderful Mike Pence is as a vice president and as a human being, and then introduced him live to our our group of three hundred and thirty six. And so that was exciting. And then as soon as Florida uh, put us over the top for the required number of delegates re- re- you know, required to actually mm-hmm. nominate our candidate, uh, out walked the president of the United States, Donald Trump. Wow. And th- that's just, that just doesn't happen on the first day of a convention. It just doesn't happen. and. He wanted to come to North Carolina because North Carolina, of course, is a very important state in the context of electoral votes and in kind of setting the stage for uh, swing states that could go, you know, one way or the other. And so he was coming down. But for him to make that appearance, it was awesome. Uh, there was a lot of energy in the room, even though it's a, a small number. So instead of tens of thousands of people, we literally had 350 people in the room. I mean, it was that, uh, that kind of a, a convention. We're six, six people from each state and each territory, and that was it.
3: I, I have some of the president's remarks here. In fact, uh, as he took to the stage, he, he started uh, making, making these remarks as he took to the stage uh, by surprise today in Charlotte.
0: Our country can go in a horrible, horrible direction or in an even greater direction. And before the plague came in from China, that's where we were going.
3: And then he followed that up by talking about the importance of this election.
0: We have to win. This is the most important election in the history of our country.
3: Bruce, you think that's right? Is this the most important election in the history of our country?
0: You know i to be honest with you we we tend to say that every election, but it it actually is true in that the next election it, the one that's closest to us actually is the most important election and so it, it is true on the one hand uh, it may sound rhetorical on the other but when i I think about what's happening in our country today, especially as I think about the uh, the context of what is happening in many of the major cities in this country, uh, the pandemic, uh, and what uh, all these conditions that have conspired in a sense uh, independently to change the way we live uh, and the way we work, uh, it uh, it is incredibly important that we have someone in the office who knows how to make a decision, who is creative about making those decisions, and has shown a track record of making decisions that have actually uh, benefited this c- country in ways that, that the media, frankly, does not give uh, the president credit for. And, and we could do a whole list of things. I, you know, as interesting as I've thought about this, if you give me just a minute to ramble, sure. it, my, my parents always kind of taught me as growing up that, you know, actions speak louder than words. And look, I know there's a lot of people in this country and a lot of people in Utah who look at Donald Trump and they say, Man, when he says this or when he tweets that, I just can't, I just can't support him. But this is really a binary choice. It really is the fact that uh, you've got to, you have to make a choice. And what I would say is the rhetoric is one thing, but you have to look at the actions. What did he promise he would do? And what has he actually done? And that list is long and impressive from you know, the, the criminal reform to taxes, to deregulation, to foreign policy, where we've gotten people to the table and are doing things that are, are enormously important. Uh, the UAE-Israel uh, pact is is mind-blowing in, 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 in this impact, uh, bringing China to the table on monetary policy and getting, you know, we we changed the whole trade discussion with China. Uh, the idea of getting more trade uh, out of uh, uh, South Korea and Japan and getting that balance better. Uh, there are, so, I could just go on and on the justice system. There are so many things. So when I say, you know, actions speak louder than words, I would just implore everyone, look at what he did. Don't focus so much on what he said, because what he does, uh, is, is tremendous in terms of moving this country forward.
3: Sure. There are uh, there are four days to this convention tonight uh, after all of the all of the procedural things that you have taken care of nominating uh, President Trump uh, to to compete in the general election. uh, Now there will be some speeches. We will hear from a long list of those uh, supporting the president and uh, the Republican Party. Uh, What will what will you be most looking forward to this week?
0: Well, I'm really looking forward to having a a great platform for for Burgess Owens, the Republican candidate for the 4th Congressional District in Utah. Uh, He's going to be given a national platform to talk. He's been a a great um, opponent, not only of the president and his policies, uh, but of the things that we value here in Utah. And this is an important election. And it's important because uh, controlling the House is so important to our Ability to get good legislation through. And I really would say, you know, tune in Wednesday night for, for Burgess Owens. Uh, he uh, a great candidate, a great human being. Uh, if you don't know Burgess, look him up. I mean, this is a guy who uh, lived through the rough and tumble life of an African American youth and uh, in, in an under resourced, very underprivileged uh, life, became an NFL, you know, superstar. Uh, and, you know, with the Oakland Raiders of all people, holy cow, I mean, this was this was big-time football, and he, uh, you know, Utah's his home, and he yeah. has, uh, uh, you know, his family here, and he's running for that. He has very deep-seated beliefs in what is important to our country and to our state, and I would ask everyone to look at that. Obviously, look, I love Mike Pence. Mike Pence, Came out and spoke to us. He is just a wonderful human being. He reflects the values of Utah like no other. He's just a wonderful human being. And I, I, I look at him compared to Kamala Harris, and I'm just going, wow. You know, she has the most. Now read my lips. The most liberal, uh, uh, you know, record in the uh, in the uh, U.S. Senate, more than Bernie Sanders. More liberal than Bernie Sanders, a self-proclaimed socialist. Yeah. And then I look at Mike Pence, who was a successful governor of Indiana, who was uh, was a wonderfully moral man, uh, great family. He has just done everything right. And I I look at that second-in-command as being a critical factor as well. I love that he's our vice president. Uh, He has influenced this president in ways that are are subtle but important, Uh, that, you know, the idea of of being pro-life. Uh, He has been such a strong proponent of that, and he has helped the president, I think, make that pivotal, religious freedom, pivotal. If you go back to the Democrat convention, you had two of their caucus meetings that dropped the use of under God as part of their Pledge of Allegiance. It's like, come on, guys, what what are we thinking here? We've really got to focus on what's important in this country and in our state. And I think if you can't vote for Trump, for heaven's sakes, don't vote vote for Biden and and for Kamala Harris. If you have a, if you just feel like you can't do it, then go find a Green Party candidate or a Libertarian candidate. Go vote for somebody else if you want to vote. Bruce, but we've got we,
3: we've got to leave it at that. Our time has expired. Uh, listen, you enjoy yourself this week. Thanks for for your insight yep. and your perspective on this. Maybe we'll touch base again uh, as you stay out there and uh, attend various events. Looking forward to your uh, to your perspective and point of view. Thanks again.